0: Hey, what I want to do today is pick right back up on what we talked about in our last segment. Or in other words, I want to refer to the same passage. It's in Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9, verses 36 through 42. This is a story about Dorcas being restored to life. And, you know, just to kind of paraphrase it a little bit, what happened is that, you know, this lady named Tabitha or Dorcas, you know, they were by the same name, same person. She uh, was known for doing good deeds for people and, and making tunics, I guess she really knew how to sew and stuff like that. And so she would make garments for widows and, and other folks. She was just regular blessing people all the time, you know, and, and, uh, you know, she touched a lot of people's lives, but it turned out she got sick and then she ended up dying. And wow, it just kind of hit the community really bad because she was so instrumental in being a blessing to the community. Well, they kind of heard that Peter was around, you know, maybe in a neighboring city. So they sent two men to him and said, look, please come quickly. Come help us, you know. And and so Peter came. And, uh, of course, she was already dead. They probably told her before she got, before he got there. They probably told Peter before he got there that Dorcas was already dead. And so you can imagine on the way, Peter's like, OK, ooh, yeah, Dorcas already dead. OK, so he came. And when he got there the whole environment was charged with despair. Folk crying. Folk showing the stuff that Dorcas made while she was with them. Folk blaming sound like they're blaming Dorcas. Dorcas, how could you leave us like this? What are we gonna do? How could you leave? Imagine the scene, huh? The whole environment is filled with this. And and I wanna draw your attention to something. So I'll read verses thirty nine and forty, okay? So Peter rose and went with them. And when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other garments that Dorcas made while she was with them. Verse 40, Acts nine forty. But Peter put them all outside and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. Okay, I want you to see what Peter did and why he, let's think about why he had to do it. It says that Peter, you know, when he got there, he knew God was going to use him. It says that he put them all outside. Now, what was he doing? Okay, he came into an environment, or I guess maybe, like I said, I believe they probably told him that, that Dorcas had already died. Come quickly, come with us. You know, Dorcas has died. His faith is in God using him to raise Dorcas back up. But when he gets to the house, he runs into a wall of despair, of disbelief, of hopelessness and all of that. And so he had, it says he put them all out. And then it says something very important. He knelt down and prayed. It didn't say he put them all out and then went right to the body. And, okay, come on up out of here. You know, come back to life. Uh-uh. He put them all out and then he knelt down and prayed. What I see in this and what I want to encourage you to do also is to understand that your environment has a lot to do with what you can believe God for. And your environment, the stuff that you're exposing yourself to or the stuff that you just find yourself exposed to can have a lot to do with whether your faith is effective or not. See, Peter had to look. <laughs> if somebody said, hey, man, you mighty rude. Everybody out here crying and you telling everybody to get out. they like, you don't want to hear it. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. So see, Peter knew that that environment had the potential to affect his faith that God would use him to raise Dorcas back to life. So immediately he put them all out. And when he put them all out again, he didn't just go right to the body and say, come back, come back to life or something like that. No, he knelt down and prayed. So he put them all out, and then he got before God in prayer, and he allowed God to refocus him. He allowed God to refocus him on God's faithfulness, on what God said he would do. Uh, He that believes on me, the works that I do shall he do, and even greater than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. He remembered, he allowed God to remind him of the promises of God, which never change. See, all of this was necessary before he could be used by God. See, and then after he prayed and everything, he turned to the body. And then the the word of God says, let me see how it says it. He turned to the body. He said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. And realize also, it says that he knelt down and prayed. One of the other translations said, okay, well, we can see it here. It says in verse 40, but Peter, putting them all outside and knelt down and prayed and turning to the body, he said. So in other words, when he prayed, he wouldn't face in the body. Well, after he finished praying, that's when he turned to the body. OK, we got some business to take care of here. See, he found his strength in the Lord. But what I want you to see today is that. Your environment. Has a lot to do with where your faith level or the strength of your faith is. If you're filling yourself with a a bunch of stuff that's contrary to the word of God, or if you are in environments where such is the case, you know, whether it's despair, whether it's hopelessness, whether it's fear, whatever it is, then what you and I need to do is to separate ourselves from that environment and then get before God in prayer. And allow our minds to be refocused on his word, on his faithfulness, on what he promised that he would do. After we do that, then we're ready to act in faith. Okay? Okay, I'm going to keep it kind of short today. <laughs> Somebody said, this is called five-minute inspirations. You already went six and a half. Okay, excuse me, excuse me. Okay, we're we doing better. Okay, yesterday was like 15 minutes. <laughs> but I appreciate you hanging with me and everything. and. And I'm going to get ready to start the day because it's probably nighttime where you are, but it's Wednesday morning here. The birds are chirping. The bugs are still making their noise like it's nighttime or something. And the sun its not up yet, but it's its going to be up within the next 10 minutes or so. So you be blessed. Have a wonderful day. Let me hear from you again. I always appreciate when I hear something from you that lets me know you're out there. And I will look forward to the next time we are together. I thank God and I thank you for giving me another opportunity to share with you words and encourage and thoughts that inspire. See you next time. Bye-bye.